Introduction Searching for the Origin of Political Identity 1. The Burning Man of Tunisia On December 17, 2010, a Tunisian street vendor named Mohamed Bouazizi left his home in the countryside and walked 20 minutes into the town of Sidi Bouzid. Just as he did every day, Mohammed passed by groups of unemployed young men on the roadside, idling in plastic chairs and quietly smoking. When he reached the market, he stopped to set out his produce stand. Mohammed was well-liked in town. Sometimes he gave away free food to poor families. They called him Basbusa, which meant sweet cake. Yet Basbusa could scarcely afford his generosity, which made him more popular than it did rich. Basbusa did not have an easy life. His father had died of a heart attack when his son was three. His mother toiled in the fields as a day laborer. As one of seven siblings, Basbusa started working odd jobs at the age of ten to support his family. Eventually, he had to drop out of high school to work full time. Although he tried to join the army, and also applied to a number of other more promising jobs, Basbusa was rejected each time. At 26, he barely managed to make ends meet by selling fruits and vegetables on the street. Basbusa's produce cart grossed the equivalent of $5 a day, making him the breadwinner of the nine souls in his home. With these meager earnings, he dreamed of saving enough to buy a truck for his business. On top of all this, Basbusa faced constant harassment from local authorities. There was no law that required Basbusa to have a license to sell his produce on the street, but that didn't stop the local police. They would routinely ask Basbusa for his license, just as a pretext to impose a fine. Basbusa knew what this was, a shakedown. And sometimes the sum the police demanded amounted to a full day's earnings. Sometimes, too, the police simply confiscated all of his wares on a whim. This was infuriating and degrading, of course, but what could Basbusa do? This, alas, was the normal price of doing business in Sidi Bouzid. Still, on this particular Friday, Basbusa had reached the end of his rope. The global economic crisis had sent food prices soaring, and he had just been forced to take out a $200 loan just to buy his produce. In every cell of his body, Basbusa burned with resentment. At 10.30 a.m. that morning, a municipal inspector named Faida Hamdi approached Basbusa's cart to shake him down for a fine. The amount she demanded was the equivalent of $7, but to Basbusa, it was pure blood money, and he refused to pay. This was a stunning act of defiance. The operative rule in town was that nobody ever said no to Hamdi. Her father was a local police officer. But Basbusa no longer cared. He had no money, and he had stomached enough. When he refused to pay, a shocked Inspector Hamdi insulted Basbusa's dead father. Then she slapped him across the face, spat on him, and overturned his cart. Two of her aides proceeded to seize his electronic scale and beat him to the ground. Basbusa was stunned and humiliated, but he was far from defeated. Immediately, he marched to the governor's office to denounce the abuse. When the officials there refused to even hear his complaint, Basbusa threatened to set himself on fire right then and there. And he wasn't bluffing.
short time later, he returned to that spot with paint thinner to use as an accelerant. One way or another, he would have his say. Then, true to his word, right there in front of government headquarters, Basbusa doused his body with the thinner and set himself alight. Help did not come quickly. By the time an ambulance could take Basbusa to the local medical clinic, the flames had burnt 90% of his body, and the heat had incinerated his lips and charred his clothes right into his body. Incapable of treating him, the clinic transferred the young man to the city of Sfax, 84 miles to the east. Basbusa set more than himself on fire. 